Hey, what's going on, FCA Palm Beach County family? Jason Banzoff here, area representative and host of the FCA Palm Beach County podcast. Have a great episode lined up for you today as we talk with Matt Van Cleve. He is the director of FCA Golf. See, in 2022, Matt became the fifth director of FCA Golf since it started in 1977. After growing up in Missouri, Matt played golf at Kansas State University, where he received his bachelor's degree in social sciences. He played professional golf for five years and then spent nine years as a PGA professional in Arizona before being called to the FCA ministry. You know, Back in 2021, I was able to meet Matt first in Kansas City at an FCA event, and since then I've gotten to talk to him a few times, and I absolutely love Matt. He's one of my favorite people within FCA. So sit back and enjoy this episode of the FCA Palm Beach County Podcast. All right, I'm here with Matt Van Cleve with FCA Golf. Matt, thank you so much for taking the time to be on this episode of FCA Palm Beach County Podcast. Jason, thanks for having me. Pumped to be here and uh, talk a little FCA, talk a little FCA Golf. Yeah. You and I go back a little bit. You know, we went through a, um, a training together out in Kansas City, so we got to know each other out there. So now it's really cool that we get to connect again. It's really cool to see what you're doing with FCA Golf. No, I appreciate it. And it's awesome to hear, you know, and it was cool for us to reconnect at uh, the PJ Tour event down there. Uh, you know, we'll talk a little bit about game day here, I'm sure, but uh, it was cool to reconnect there and just, you know, connect those dots that our journey started at the same time with FCA. Yeah, I'd love to get into that that day that we had with uh, uh, FCA Golf on, on game day there at the Honda Classic. We'll go into that a little bit. That was a highlight of my year. I really loved that. So, um, so Matt, why don't you share a little bit about you? I just want to hear about you and, and your life and, and kind of how, um, what got you to the point of being called to FCA Golf? Yeah, thanks. I... I grew up in a small town in uh, Northwest Missouri, Maryville, Missouri, uh, was a golfer from, you know, I've got, there's pictures of me in a diaper swinging a golf club. So golf was always a big part of my life. Uh, golf really took hold of my heart when I was 13. Uh, and I, that's all I want to do is compete and play golf. And, uh, so that led me to playing college golf at Kansas state university. And actually that's where I met my wife. Uh, she and her younger sister both, uh, grew up in Arizona, but played golf at K state. And so, uh, you know, that was, that, that's how I ended up in Arizona. Now I'm based out of Mesa, Arizona, get to travel a lot to do some really cool things and incredibly blessed with what we do with FCA golf. But yeah, I grew up in the Midwest and now I've, I've been in Arizona for 18 years and, uh, started leading FCA golf this year, uh, was hired just over two years ago to work for FCA golf, uh, with the intentions of me, uh, taking over for Jim Essery, who led the ministry for 17 years as a director. And so just this past September, I took over as the director, but, uh, it's been a cool journey. My, my story, uh, like I said, it's a lot of golf, but, uh, played division one college golf and then, uh, played professionally for about five or six years. Uh, wasn't good enough to make it to the PGA tour. And, uh, my wife and I had started to have kids and uh, I wanted to be home. I wanted a stable income. And, uh, so I became a PGA club professional and spent, 10 or 11 years being a club pro working at a few different courses here in the Phoenix Valley. And then that's how I was introduced to the opportunity with FCA golf. Uh, I was the golf pro at superstition mountain country club, and we were hosting a fundraiser uh, during this December of 2020. So obviously COVID's going on and uh, FCA golf was needing to do a fundraiser because their main funding event had been canceled for the year. And so we hosted a smaller event out at the club and I was just working the event as the host pro. And Jim Essery was speaking and I was around that day just doing my job as the golf pro. 
And Jim and I were able to have a conversation. He made a comment in front of the entire group that their FCA golf was going to hire some PGA professionals. And he wasn't talking directly to me. I was just the local pro helping him out, making sure things went smoothly. But that led me to asking a question about two hours later saying, Hey Jim, if you're going to hire some PGA pros, why not me? And, uh, one thing led to another, we had some great conversations and the Lord had been working in my heart, uh, in my life, uh, preparing me for this. And I had no clue what was going on. I had no intentions of ever not being a club pro. I loved what I did. I loved the club where I worked. I wanted to retire there. And, uh, that's not what uh, God had in store for me. And so my wife was behind me from the very first conversation. And uh, so we took this leap of faith and joined FCA and FCA Golf June 1st, uh, almost two years ago. I think my favorite thing about hearing just that part of the story is is you were a, a golf pro and you decided to step away from that income, right? That you're just saying, hey, I know this is coming in every single every single month, and then you say, "I'm going to take this leap to where I'm going to become a, a full time missionary." So what this takes is mm-hmm. me having faith that God has called me to this one, but two that God's going to provide in this. So so talk about that a little bit. What was that? What was that leap of faith like for you? Yeah, it was some interesting conversations with my wife and I. I mean, I vividly remember uh, we were headed somewhere, driving across right through downtown. Phoenix. Uh, we were on I-10 headed west and she made the comment. She's like, but we've never done this. We've never, our income has never been based on us asking others to help us. And I kind of stopped and it hit me, you know, when I played professional golf right out of college, I had to put together a group of donors, a group of funding partners uh, to support my financial needs as a, as a mini tour for professional golfer. And so I had to go out and sell shares of myself. And so I sold 24 shares at $3,000 a share. And I was very blessed that I grew up in, in a small town. That's just an incredible place, Maryville, Missouri. And uh, people there really got behind me. And so we, you know, having that conversation with my wife, I'm like, wait a second. No, we have done this before. You know, our, my ability to do what I wanted to do was based on other people uh, being generous with, with their treasures and supporting us in this journey that didn't involve them, but they wanted to be a part of it. And, and so for me, it, it kind of came naturally, I guess, in, in, in some ways, but like anyone with FCA, when you, when you take that leap of faith into missionary work, it's not easy. Uh, you do have to, you know, you really do have to just, just stop and just say, God, uh, I'm going to trust you. And, and I'm going to trust you that, that this is truly what you have for us. And this is where you want us to be. And so, I mean, I've, I got some great advice early on in, in, in my journey, and obviously, I'm still very early on, just over two years in, but uh, just to be open-handed with, uh, with, with anything I do with an FCA, not to hold on for dear life, no, you know, not white-knuckling it, trying to hold on to it, but just to be open-handed. And whatever this season is that God has for my wife and kids and I in this role with FCA Golf is, is exactly what it should be and what it needs to be. So, yeah, trusting and relying on others uh, for the funding has been uh, I think anyone with FCA will tell you it's a challenge, but then at the same time, it's one of the most rewarding things you can do. Um, when you when you get to in, invite other people in to the, to the ministry that you're doing, um, you know you, you really truly realize that people want to be a part of it, and they're excited to be a part of it, even if it is just writing a check or becoming a donor. Um, they want to know what's going on. They want to know how you're doing. They care about you. They care about your family. Uh, and so it's just some amazing people that I've been introduced to and uh been able to to connect with through this journey it's beautifully put and uh tell us a little bit then you know uh, about 
uh, FCA Golf, your your vision behind it, and what you, you what you've been doing with FCA Golf. Yeah, so FCA Golf started in 1977. Uh, I was the first sports specific ministry under FCA. Uh, I was started primarily for to, to run golf camps. Uh, Captain Bill Lewis had a heart for golf and a heart for kids. Uh, no different than you know 1954 with Don McLean and heart for sports and heart for kids. And so FCA golf has a long history. And uh, I, I took over for Jim Essery, uh, who was in the position for 17 years, led the ministry incredibly well, uh, took it to new heights. And so I've been challenged with, uh, you know, standing on his shoulders now and hopefully taking it to the next level. But FCA golf, our main, uh, obviously, we want to use the game of golf to grow the kingdom and to grow the number of people that get to hear the gospel uh, get the opportunity uh, to interact with professional golfers, with uh, teaching professionals, with coaches that have a heart for golf and a heart for the Lord. And so our goal is truly just to grow ministry under the banner of FCA through the game of golf. And the way that we do that is through, uh, you mentioned it earlier, Game Day. Game Day is an incredible program started by Kevin Streelman back in 2009. God put it on his heart to use his platform that he'd been given as a PGA Tour player to invite local junior golfers to come join him on a Tuesday morning practice round, walk with him for nine holes, and then share you know a short Q&A. But then the players, he and his friends would share their faith. And he wanted to show in 2009, 2010, that there was more to PGA Tour players than maybe what was in the media. And you know, he's, I've heard him say this year a couple of times, you know, Hey, he didn't know that, that maybe just three or four events and then it would run its course and be done. But, uh, it was 2009, 2010, and we're still going strong. And so we've had eight, we'll have set. We've had seven PJ tour events so far this year. We'll be at uh, the Wyndham championship next week in Greensboro and then the RSM classic in the golden Isles of Georgia uh, at the end of November or in November. So we'll do nine PJ tour events this year. Uh, four on the Corn Ferry Tour, and then one on the PJ Tour Champions. So game day is just like I said, it's that opportunity for local kids to come in, walk inside the ropes, carry the bag. Uh, sometimes they get to hit a putt or a chip, uh, but just interact with PGA Tour players uh, at the tournament course during the tournament week. Uh, the players are there. They're playing a practice round that day anyway, so it's just an opportunity for them to, to use their platform and to impact those local junior golfers. And then we go sit find a quiet place there that the tournament directors set us up with. And we work through the tournament directors for all this and we're credentialed by the PGA tour. So they know that what we're there doing and they support it. And so it's just an awesome program. But then those players, when they get to share their faith and really pour into those kids and their parents that are there, it's incredible. And one of the coolest things it's hundred percent free. It doesn't cost a dime to the parents or the kids to attend. And it's one of the coolest experiences that you can have in sports and definitely one of the coolest experiences you can have in the game of golf. Yeah. I remember uh, going to the one here in Palm beach gardens, uh, the Honda classic and just being able to, to walk on that course and just see it in its, its beauty. And uh, you know, you, you can, you can go to the event uh, around here. It's easy to get tickets. Um, but to actually be able to step foot onto the course and walk along with some of the players, cause we had Kyle Westmoreland and Ben crane, on hours and they were just great for the kids. They were interacting so uh, well with them. And it was just, like I said, one of the highlights that I had of my, um, uh, of my year. And so any other uh, pros that you had on the tour um, or on the game day with you this year? Yeah. So we've uh, like, so, so we started at the Phoenix open. Uh, we had Kevin Streelman, Stuart Sink and Chesson Hadley 
Kevin plays in a lot of them for us, the majority of them uh, being that this is, you know, uh, what he started and partnered with FCA Golf to run. Uh, so Kevin participates primarily in most of them. But then we've had, uh, goodness, trying to think here, uh, Trey Molinax uh, did the Wells Fargo Championship. And he, he and Kevin Streelman are going to do the Wyndham Championship next week again. Um, two years ago at the Phoenix Open, we had Scotty Scheffler and Sam Burns along with Sepp Straka. I mean, these guys were winning everything after they after game day that week. Scotty Scheffler went on to get his first PGA Tour win that week after doing game day. Um, not that we're taking any credit for it, but it was just a cool experience. And just every time Scotty wins, I know that it's a reminder for those 50 kids that were in attendance that day that then heard Scotty share his heart and how golf is just part of who he is. It's not everything. Um, it really was an incredible experience. So, um, yeah, we're blessed with people. J tour players like Ben Martin, um, Jonathan bird, Aaron badly, just some of the, some of the best guys on tour, but they have a heart for the Lord and they have a heart for wanting to share and impact those local junior golfers and golf coaches. So it's a, it's an incredible program and we're very blessed to run it. Um, I, my wife gives me a hard time all the time that, uh, I, I definitely have the cool job. I get to travel to a bunch of PJ tour events and they go to some really neat places around the country and, hang out at the PJ tour event for a couple of days and then fly home. And uh, so, yeah, it, it's a, uh, it's an incredible event. And I hope, uh, you know, any, any junior golfers out there, any parents that hear this podcast or junior golfers, I mean, look and see if we've got a game day that's near you. Cause it is a hundred percent free. I promise you, you will not regret coming. Uh, we get so many repeat uh, game day attendees because it's just, it is truly one of the coolest days of their year. I think the beauty of, of game day is the last 20 minutes of it. You know, yeah, it's cool to go into the, the field uh, and and get to see everything. Um, what I love, what, what you do, we'll get to do with golfers. And here down in Palm Beach County is a very big football uh, area. So we get NFL players that come in and we'll, we'll share their faith and share their story. So you get PGA Tour professionals who will go on there and share their, their story with the kids and let them know it's not all golf. Golf is not the most important thing in my life. No, what's the most important thing is is Jesus. And, and it allows these kids to take a step back and say, hey, I don't need to focus strictly on golf fully. That's not the end game at all. The end game is Jesus. And and so do you have any cool stories that you had of, of, of you know, some kids that were out there and, and were able to, to just develop a relationship with the Lord? Yeah, so two, two stories that popped to mind from uh, the Honda Classic and uh, ben Crane is—he's a character. He's hilarious. He's—if um, you haven't watched the Golf Boys, I introduced my son, my ten-year-old, to that, and he's always singing the Golf Boys songs now because they're—they're just hilarious. But um, Ben Crane was there, and I, I'm always trying to be um, respectful of the tour players' time because it's—it's a, it's a day at work for them. So they come out, and on the PGA Tour, we start at about eight thirty in the morning. They tee off, they play this nine holes, and then we take them and we go and sit for about 30 minutes. And so I'm always trying to be respectful of that because I know that they need to go have lunch. They're going to go practice. They're going to go play another nine holes potentially, but you know, they're only halfway through their work day or, you know, a third of the way through their work day when they get done with us. And so I was really, you know, we went through and we shared the four and we have these really cool bracelets that we do with, uh, that every kid gets and it's got the four on there. And so I'm sharing the four. And I'm kind of watching the clock a little bit and I'm trying to make sure I'm being respectful of their time. And it was so cool because I asked both Kyle and Ben said, do you guys have anything you want to close with? 
And Ben just stopped and he's like, Hey, I want to make sure that you guys heard that last part. And he went through and gave about a five to six minute uh, gospel, you know, sharing the gospel the way that Ben Crane shares the gospel with people. And he just wanted to make sure that those kids in that room didn't miss what was being said. And he wasn't sharing the four the way we do with FCA, but it was just cool that the kids heard the four and then they heard Ben Crane share the gospel as well. So I have no doubt that those kids, you know, received the gospel that day. And along those lines, I got an email from one of the coaches that brought three young ladies uh, to the event. And she said, she sent in the email, she said, you know, I was worried that they weren't paying attention when you were sharing the four. So I just wasn't sure that they heard that. She said, but then that night at practice, she said, I walked by and one of the three girls that was in attendance was walking through and reading off what each symbol stood for in the four on her bracelet. Cause her friends were asking, well, what's that mean? What's that? What are those symbols for? And so that to me was just such a, you know, that's the beauty of what game day can do, what it can start. Uh, you know, our goal, my goal for game day is that, uh, you know, we, we're, we're coming in, we're running an awesome program to help support the local ministry. So our goal is that all we're doing is teeing it up for the local ministry and then providing some resources and support to follow up with them that hopefully we can get these kids into a huddle. Because one of the questions that I always go to with the players is why is it so important that you're part of a tour Bible study out here on tour? And these guys are on the road together 30, 30, 35 weeks out of the year. And so they're not at, they're on the road and not at their home church more than they are there. And so for them to have that community uh, through the tour fellowship, through the tour Bible study is super important. And obviously uh, at the heart of FCA, that's what a huddle is. It's community and it's, it's being around like-minded believers that are going to help you grow that you can push them and they can push you and that uh, iron sharpening iron. It's just, it's such a cool thing. It's amazing. Let's talk FCA golf and what the future holds. Any anything new you got coming up? Well, one one other thing we get to do, which is again the, the cool the cool factor with FCA golf is just awesome. I mean, there's a cool factor around FCA. Everything around FCA to me is just such a cool experience. And uh, but we run the Toby Mac FCA Golf Camp. So we just got done. I just got back from uh, North Carolina, and so Toby Mac is a huge golfer. And so he comes in. He brings uh, his band in Diverse City. And they play the worship music every night for these campers. And so it's like a little mini Toby Mac concert every night. Toby hangs out with the kids. We get to go to Pine Needles uh, Golf and golf Club and Lodge in Southern Pines, North Carolina, just down the road from Pinehurst. And it's just such a special week. I mean, that's obviously camp is such a big part of our ministry. Um, when you can pull those kids away and, and truly just take them away from their family and their friends in a, in a good way where they're around others that are just being poured into and they're pouring into each other. Um, and, you know, we had some incredible huddle leaders this year and we always get just these people that come and they just truly empty their cup. And it's awesome. Awesome to see that. But yeah. So we have the golf camp, but game day, you know, like I said, we, we've been on the, we're on the PGA tour, we're on the corn Ferry tour and we're on the champions tour. But a big thing for me is I really want to get started on the LPGA tour. Uh, FCA golf has done a couple game days on the LPJ tour, but they're primarily just one-off events. And so one of the things that happened for me, the night that I came home after having that initial conversation with Jim Essery, was talking to my wife and having to tell her, Hey, you know, you know, I love my job, but I just, there was this really cool conversation that took place today and I don't know what it means. And it was cool to hear my wife say, I really think this is what God has been preparing you for in your life with 
you know, we really hoped that we were going to be on the PGA tour and playing professionally the rest of our life. And then when that door closed, you know, as a club pro, as a golf professional, I still got to compete as a club pro, but I got to give lessons. I got to be around the game. I even got to coach junior college golf for a few years during that stretch. And, um, you know, and she just said, Hey, I think this is what God's been preparing you for is this opportunity with FCA golf. But she also shared with me that, Hey, when I was a young golfer growing up in Phoenix, it would have made a bigger impact on my life to get to walk inside the ropes at an LPGA event alongside Betsy King and some of the stars of that tour that were strong believers rather than walking with the guys on the PGA tour for next year. I'm working with the chaplain of the LPGA tour uh, currently. So I already think that's going to happen, but uh, we're just continuing to grow. And the big thing for us is how do we take game day and make it more than just that one day spike in a kid's life? That's great. So we're about to finish up here and, um, so what's what's golf look like for Matt Van Cleve nowadays? Uh, not much. My son is uh, a baseball player, so there's a lot of catch, a lot of putting a ball on a tee or soft tossing to him. Uh, but I still love the game. Uh, it's I'm in a weird place with golf because golf was always competition for me. Even as a club pro, I got to compete 12, 13 tournaments a year. And, and so my identity was always very wrapped up in who I was and how good of a player I was. And so I'm in this uh, transition period right now where I really think God is kind of helping me see that, hey, you, you were more than whatever you shot that day on the golf course. And it's something that I love the players during game day when they share that with the kids. Like, hey, your, your score doesn't define you. Your score is just simply the score that you shot that day. You are so much more than your performance. And I, you know, I know that's a message that everywhere through FCA we're sharing that and, and helping kids and even professional athletes still to understand that their performance is just one piece of who they are. That uh, when your identity is in, is in Jesus, that uh, it doesn't matter what happens that day, you know, that victory's already been won. And so for me, golf is, uh, I still love to play. I just don't play very often. And so I, I definitely can't play to my handicap anymore, but uh, we'll see one day, hopefully that desire to play will come back and uh, it'll probably happen when my kids get back into the game. Yeah, I think uh, one of the biggest things I'm probably known for on the golf course is my three putt. So, um, you know, that's something that uh, that that I always do. So that's that's my uh, that's my trademark on the golf course. Uh, I should say, um, real quick, this just popped in my head. I just want a couple um, just fun questions for you, golf related, and, and just kind of um, kind of some some rapid fire um, um, questions for you. So, um, what's your favorite club? Favorite club. Putter, putter. Well, I three putt, so 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 putter isn't isn't mine. Um, <laughs> That's fair. Have you ever been able to hit a three iron? Yes. Yeah, okay. I actually used to carry a two iron. I've never carried a one iron, but I used to carry a two iron. So yeah, three iron. It's not easy to hit, but uh, uh, it, there's no no better feeling than a hitting a long iron really well. What's your favorite brand of clubs? Favorite brand? I love Ping. Okay. Uh, Ping is their local here in Phoenix, and uh, they just. I, I truly think they're making the best product. Okay. Favorite ball. I've always been a Titleist guy. So I, I rarely have ever played anything but a Titleist. So, um, I, you know, I've been the leader in golf ball to design and, uh, out on tour for, for, for years and years. So I got to say Titleist. Okay. Pro V ones. Yeah. I play the Pro V one X. Okay. Uh, you know, I, that's what they gave me in college. 
Very cool. Enough questions on that then. Um, appreciate you just having fun with that and answering a few of those questions. Um, before we go, um, I just want to make sure that uh, everyone here knows in the show notes of this, I'm going to make sure to share uh, Matt's information with you and you can reach out about um, game day or if you have any questions about FCA golf. Um, I'm also going to throw on his donation page as well, just in case anyone just hears this and says, I love his heart. I love what he's saying. And um, so if you want to pour into to, to what Matt's doing with FCA golf, you have that opportunity as well. So we'll make sure we get those on the, the show notes for you. So Matt, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. I, I, I think out of all of FCA, you're one of my absolute favorite people. Um, so it's always a, a pleasure to get to talk to you. Jay, snap at your brother. Thank you so much. And uh, God bless you what you're doing there. And uh, uh, this is awesome. Thank you. All right. God bless you as well. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in this episode of FCA Palm Beach County Podcast. And as well, thank you so much to Matt Van Cleve for taking time to sit down and have a conversation with us about FCA Golf. Also, if you like what you heard, make sure you give us a review wherever you get your podcast. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at FCA PBC Podcast. Again, that's FCA PBC Podcast. Also, we couldn't do this ministry without your generosity. If you'd like to learn more, please visit FCAPBC.org. Now, if you'd like to support FCA, there will be links in the show notes. Clinics and podcasts take resources to complete, and you make this possible. Thank you for helping us bring coaches and athletes into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ and his church in Palm Beach County. We'll see you next time.